0: Welcome back to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of The Playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBallGamePlan. Instagram is Football Game Plan, And also, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, be sure to subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Plan. Keeping with our 2019 NFL Draft prospect interviews today, joined by quarterback Grant Kramer from Drake University, Grant. I appreciate you taking time. I appreciate you having me on. Here's the thing, man. I was we cover a lot of FCS football here at Football Game Plan, and during my preseason prep for uh, this this upcoming season or or for the 2018 season, you know, I'm working on the Pioneer League, and so I'm watching guys in the Pioneer League, watching teams, and getting ready to do our preview. And I'm like, man, this quarterback from Drake just keeps popping up on tape. And when I really got to Drake, I'm like, man, this quarterback is actually really good. So that's how I got familiar with what you brought to the table and you've had a remarkable career at at Drake. But let's start there first. How did you end up at Drake? Cuz Drake is I, I'm a football purist. Drake is a historic football uh program, but not a lot of people know that and a lot of people not a lot of people know about Drake now. So how did you end up at Drake?
1: Yeah, so kind of, kind of took a difficult route, a little different route than most people. So I kind of, so out of high school, I only started my senior year in high school at quarterback. So I went, ended up going to Tufts University in Boston uh, for my first semester. Didn't really like it; wasn't really a good fit for me. So I transferred to a community college out by home, which in LA at Glendale Community College. Went there for years, taking twenty-seven credits a semester to try to make sure I would be a, a mid-year transfer, so that way I'd be look a lot better um for college coaches being coming out um being able to come out in the spring and do spring ball um and kind of drake just kind of came up being a really good academic school and a uh, really good fit something that my parents and i were both really happy with and the the dean of the business school was kind of the reason why i went to drake he was just all about getting you a job after college and never really thought about that till uh so i really came to drake and really just seemed like a great fit and the guys there are just awesome It was just such a great atmosphere at drake and um just meeting with the coaches and um, meeting all the guys just kind of really made me fall in love with that school. And I'm, it was the best decision I ever made to get to Drake.
0: And it kind of worked out for you because not only did you play some excellent football there, you got to play with pro prospects, um, you, you know, and, and that kind of helped raise the profile of the program. Uh, and and what was interesting about that is, let's say this season, the Iowa State game. I mean, it was last minute. <laughs> you know, you guys just kind of popped up on it, was supposed to be incarnate word, but they were in the playoffs. You guys kinda of, okay, we'll take the, the short drive to uh to Iowa State and and play that ball game. But not only did you play well, but it was also a torrential downpour. It was muddy all over the place, but you played great football, had a great chance to win that game also. Was that the kind of bow you want to put on your collegiate career and and take me through that game and that week of practice and and what you guys felt going in to play a power five program yeah
1: um so kind of going in talking about that like our our goal as a fifth year class was to have the longest season in Drake history and I mean we started that going into China in May and going to play a first division one football game overseas in China so that that was just an awesome experience there and then um we just kind of like the last game where Coach, Coach Fox talked to the captains the day before our last uh, regular season game against Moorhead State, and he goes, yeah, there's a possibility of uh, us playing Iowa State. And All of our faces are like, wait, what? How, how is that possible? <laughs> like, we saw the, they already have another game. He's like, no, I think something's going to happen, and Iowa State, uh, we might be, he'd be playing them. And So we're just like, so our career's not over. Like, what? This is just weird. And um, so we played our last game that happened in our Monday meeting as a team and coach Fox has kind of talked to us and he's like, yeah, there's a possibility of us. We'll find out tomorrow, but I'll let you guys know. And so I'm flying home to go home for Thanksgiving and coach Fox calls me. He's like, yeah, we got a game next week, next Saturday. I'm like, so we're not going to practice for a whole week and then come (laughs) back and practice and then play Iowa State. I was like, I'm all game. So, I mean, everyone was all in. It was just, it was a great experience for all of us. I mean, we all, like, playing at the FCS level, you want to play in those big environments and be able to prove yourself, and um, I think we did. I mean, I think we put Drake all over the all over the map and um, kind of proved that just because you do play at a lower level uh, that people say that FCS doesn't mean that the competition's any different. Like, we, we had the best opportunity. We had a great game plan against them, and our defense played fantastic. I mean, they they held David Montgomery. Who's was probably one of the top five running backs in this draft class Is, I mean, they held him. He ran, he ran, he had a whole work day. He had like 40 rushes for hundred something yards. I mean, that's just a, a great job by our defensive coaching staff and defense itself. And I mean, we had a great offensive plan and I mean, um, our coaches kind of helped, help me kind of read defense better because they run a funky little three safety kind of look. And, um, but I mean, it was, it was a great game, a great atmosphere. And, I mean, just talking to alumni that were after the game, like, they were like, man, we could not be any more proud of you guys. Like, and that that was the best feeling to hear from them is hearing how proud they were. I mean, obviously it wasn't good to lose, but just to see like the smiles on everyone's faces and just how proud they were to be a Drake alum. And I mean, that's just, that was just the best feeling for me is kind of seeing that the Des Moines community and everyone around just being so thrilled and so happy to see how great and how uh, great Drake did.
0: Over the course of your career, the the level of competition in the Pioneer League has gotten significantly better. I mean, first of all, people just don't understand that the Pioneer League is not like a centralized conference. You guys go from New York to Florida to California and all states in between. So how has playing at Drake and also playing within the improved Pioneer League, I, I mean, one time you guys were flirting with maybe two playoff participants uh, one year, but how has playing in that, that league kind of help prepare you for this opportunity? I mean, I think it's it's awesome.
1: I mean, that's one of the big selling points for every team in the Pioneer Football League is that you do get to play in Florida and North Carolina and New York and in Indiana and Kentucky and go to San Diego. I mean, you get to go all over the country. I mean, what what more could you want? You don't have to take a bus to, to every single place you play. You get to fly all over the country every single weekend. And, I mean, that's a huge selling point. I think a lot of guys enjoy that because you get to, you get to travel for free. Uh, all over the country and get to have a bunch of fun. I mean, and with all these schools all over the country, you can meet all these new different kind of guys from different uh, places. And um, being a, being from Drake, kind of like a little centralized, I guess you could say, for the conference, um, We Drake kind of picks from a little bit from everywhere. So you kind of get those guys that have those like hometown feels. And for myself, like San Diego is more of like a home. I had a bunch of family come out to that game and people – from Florida have a bunch of guys go to Jacksonville and Stetson people from all over the place, from North Carolina, just come have family go to those games. So, I mean, I think it's a really good thing for Drake because Drake has a huge uh, following of just of alumni from all over the place and um, being able to have teams from all over the country. So you're getting, you're getting to play everybody from every single state. And I think that's just a great advantage for the PFL because they're not, they're recruiting from all over the country. It's not just from the Midwest or the South or the East Coast or the West Coast. It's from all over the country that you get to play. So I think they kind of you get different playing styles by coaches and everything. So you have to you have to prepare for everything from the triple option to the pro formation to uh, shotgun triple option. I mean, you got every single kind of offense in the PFL.
0: 7,700 yards passing, 71 touchdowns. Here's what's impressive about w- what I think is impressive about your game, the fact that you're not afraid to make tight window throws. A lot of times, you see nowadays, quarterbacks want to protect that 95% uh, um, completion percentage, and they don't want to make tough throws. You're making tough throws. As a matter of fact, in that Iowa State game, you made a, a ton of those tough throws. And, and when you look at that aspect combined with the fact that you do have an arm to really get all the way across the field or wherever you want to go on a football field, when you look at your game, what would you say is your biggest strength and what's probably an area where you feel, is, okay, I can get a little bit better in this regard as far as my game is concerned?
1: I mean, I think one of my biggest strengths is just how prepared I am for every game. I, I'm I'm a big film junkie. I love watching film. And uh, my dad was a football high school football coach for 35 years. So um, having him and just always watching film with him and learning how to watch film kind of made me – kind of the quarterback I am because I just love to find a little telltales in every single guy and that kind of helps show their, 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 uh, defense. And, um, with that, I guess my arm strength is kind of really, really good. And that kind of helps me fit into the ball in those kind of tight windows that you were talking about. And just being prepared that knowing that where I'm going to go with the ball and, um, being prepared for what to do next within and, and every single play. So that way, if I do make a mistake next time when I see that defense, I know exactly where I'm going to go with the football. And uh, something I've been working on training for the draft uh, is my footwork. I mean, obviously a lot of NFL scouts say that under center is what you need to be good at. And um, so I've been working a bunch on that and getting my footwork a lot faster and, and just slowing it down in my head so that way. That My top half of my body is slower and the bottom half is, is fast, kind of like a duck. A duck's feet are moving really fast underwater, but it's, uh, on top it looks really calm. So that's been something more of my big emphasis um, going into the next month and pro day, um, just trying to um, get the best footwork as possible because that's, that's the base of every single quarterback.
0: I always find it interesting uh, that the Pro Scouts always say, oh, does he play on the center? He has to play on the center. And I cover the Giants and Jets uh, a lot in addition to the rest of the league, but I'm at Giants and Jets games every Sunday, and every drive summary they give, they pass out to the to the media in, in the press box. You look at the drive summary, shotgun, 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 shotgun. <laughs> it's like 80% of the quarterbacks in the NFL are in the shotgun. So I always found that interesting, as, as if you couldn't learn how to do uh, understand the stuff and CQ before practice. So um, when you look at the quarterback position, if you are on Twitter long enough, you realize that everyone is a quarterback guru and everyone yeah. is a quarterback scout. Everyone knows what the right things are for the quarterback position. But I feel like a lot of things, because I was a running back in college and I hate when I see folks say dumb stuff, like the running back position doesn't matter. Or you can find <laughs> I- anybody can play running back and, you know, oh, th- why didn't he hit that hole? Well, first of all, there's 10 other guys chasing him. And you, uh, you have a helmet on, so you don't have hammer ha- hammerhead shark peripheral vision. Some do, but, but most don't. But when you watch guys talk about the quarterback position and there's a lot of myths out there, what's one thing you want to debunk and educate people on about what it is to play the quarterback position?
1: I think a lot of the time people think that quarterbacks are only – about their arm strength and it's only about how far they can throw a football. I mean, you look at a lot of guys that have gotten drafted and haven't made it because they just you have to have that high football IQ and that's something that I guess scouts kind of overlook a lot of the time. They look at the neck down instead of looking at what, what how does this kid think? How is he able to read a defense? How is he uh, able to check out of a play? Can he say the 30 play, the word 30 play, 30 word plays? As quick as he can and be able to know exactly what's happening know exactly what, which way the o-line is going to go because he need to change the mic during the play like those kind of things that that kind of get overlooked because of oh this guy played at an fbs power five school and he's got a strong arm so he's automatically a top top 10 quarterback like a lot of those things that people overlook they just say oh he's an nfl size quarterback he's uh he's got the height and the arm strength so he's automatically draftable and he played at a big school like just because you play at a big school just means you were recruited highly at high school. Like not everyone is recruited highly at high school and can still be a great quarterback.
0: What I don't like is how people focus on, tend to focus on the wrong things. For instance, let's say interceptions and you probably know this better than anybody. Not all interceptions are the same. Each one tells a different story. And so you'll see a guy say, Oh, well he has only four interceptions on a season Yeah, but he may have taken 95 sacks because he didn't want to throw the ball away or didn't want to have (laughs) more interceptions. What I like about what you do out there on the field is that you may throw a pick, but it's almost you treat it as if it's a a rep in practice and you don't dwell on it. How were you able to develop that that short memory? And that's something that you really need to have as you move forward. Yeah, I mean, especially
1: at the next level. I mean, you got guys that are just freak athletes and – great receivers. So, I mean, my, my thinking is that my receivers are better than every DB in the country. Like that's, that's how I go into every game is that I have the best four receivers on the field at any certain point. And I know they're going to make plays for me the whole game. So I'm thinking as long as I can give them a chance, I'm going to take that chance. 90%, 90%, they're going to win. And 10%. Hey, if it's a pick, it's a pick. I mean, it, it's not the end of the world. Our defense will, it's a good punt. I mean, um, but you got to take educated risk. You got, if you got, if you're not gonna play uh, smart and take educated risk, then there's no reason to play because you can't you can't just hit the check down the whole game. And um, I mean, as much as you want to hit the the check down and um, hit the deep plays, you got to take educated risk and make sure that you know, hey, it's third and five. I need to be able to get this first down uh, late in the game. Like it's it. I gotta do whatever I can. And sometimes you gotta put the ball in in places that you wouldn't do otherwise. I mean. Um, that's just something I I've just kind of learned is that you got to do what you can. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You can't, can't think much more about it. You got to have a short-term memory. And um, that's something I just kind of learned as um, being around so many coaches is that short-term memory is the best way to go and can't fix the past. So, I mean, just take, take your, take your chances when you get the opportunity and, and move on from there. And if it works, it works. And
0: if it doesn't, it doesn't. I always hated how, we got treated differently than quarterbacks. Where if you fumble the football, the coach will legitimately make you take your equipment off and <laughs> wait until the next couple of weeks before you get that opportunity. Quarterbacks throw picks all day, and it's all don't worry about it. Throw the next one, uh, you know, to the, to the to our guy. It's like man, <laughs> banish him from the team like you did us when we fumbled the football. But your play in college has obviously been uh, well documented. You've done a great job at Drake, but that got you to where you were in January at the college gridiron showcase competing against other top talent across the country. How was your experience at CGS and and what did you want to accomplish while you were down there?
1: Yeah. um, So CGS was really good. It was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good guys out there. A lot of guys similar in my kind of my scenario where they kind of been overlooked and maybe not got the respect that they deserve, but kind of the opportunity to prove themselves. Um, and I thought it was a great uh, great showcase just to have uh, – I, th- I got a lot more reps than I thought, honestly. I mean, having six quarterbacks on one team, I was like, man, I'm going to be able to throw the ball like five times in five minutes. <laughs> like, but it was just like bang, bang. And it was like hour and a half practice. And I'm like, hour and a half practice? Like how is anything going to get accomplished? Like our practices were always over two hours. And I was like, man, like – we, we didn't get that much done in two hours. Like how are we going to get a lot done in an hour and a half? And uh, I thought it was really well run and being able to compete against kind of compare myself to other quarterbacks that are going to the draft and kind of see how the timing works out with other receivers and kind of just learning more about the whole NFL draft process and how everything's going to work out. And, um, just kind of helping, helping yourself learn more about your image and what you need to do in the future. I mean, um, I think it was just a really well-run showcase and uh, I would just say anybody that wants to go I mean it's going to keep growing keep getting better because of the people that are there and the fact that they had 140 plus scouts there I mean that's that's a big selling point for anybody that wants to prove themselves and I think just going off um, going off that I think my biggest thing was just being able to show that I, I can compete with anybody being from being from the FCS and Pioneer Football League, that it's, this, it's football is football. I mean, you put guys out on the same field, uh, they're going to compete and they're going to work hard and it's going to be a great game. I mean, just like the Iowa State game, like no one, no one thought we had a chance. We were 40-something point underdogs and came out to the very last drive and uh, lost by three. I mean, that was just a heck of a game. I mean, you can't, can't, uh, can't put, a, put a number on someone's heart and their talent um, against
0: others. And that's the part that I I really hope folks understand that, you know, I I tend to see this a lot uh, because I include a ton of small college guys in my prospect rankings or or, uh, videos when we're talking about the draft. And people wonder, well, how can you put that guy above this guy when this guy played at blah, blah, blah state and this guy played at Alabama? Like, that has nothing to do with it. You you know, know, if if this guy is fast and doing all the – Things that are required by the position, just take the uniform off, and you you would. If I was just to show you this guy's film, you say, "Oh, okay, yeah, this guy's talented." Exactly. So ignore the where he played, and and just focus on how he played. What was some of the feedback you got from scouts when you were down there?
1: Um, they were kind of kind of what I've been focused on big this time, big this uh, last couple of months is my footwork. I mean, a lot of people being a shotgun probably the last six, seven years or so. I mean, I was shot under center for a couple years in high school, but other than that, been all shotgun. So they were kind of focused on getting the under center footwork, play action footwork, those kind of things that kind of you needed to translate in the NFL. So when you do get to the rookie mini camp and OTAs and things like that, that it's just automatic. You don't have to think about it. It's just something that's second nature to you. So that's something I've been really uh, stressing on is just getting that perfect footwork. Um, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing because I know I'm – I have the arm strength and the size and uh, all that, and I'm gonna try to do my best, testing and well and everything. But I think the biggest thing is just footwork because that's that's gonna help you be able to throw the ball and time out perfectly with all the speedy receivers that we're gonna go go with.
0: Your journey was you, you talked about it earlier, going from Tufts, which is the Jumbos, I believe, right? Yes, sir. And so you go from Tufts to the community college to Drake and down at the CGS, obviously. Um, you have a passion for the game because a lot of guys would have probably hadn't taken it that far. Just probably thought like, okay, well, um, it's just not in the cars. But it shows you truly love what you're doing. You're passionate about it. What is it about the game that you love the most?
1: I love the camaraderie about with everyone on the team. I mean, everyone at Drake. I mean, all those guys are like those are my brothers for life. Like we go to war all the time and we hang out all the time. Like those are the those are my guys. And I love the fact that when you do everything right. It could be a four-yard game, but you know you did everything right, and that's a big play in your book. I mean, I just love the fact that you it's not up to one person to make a play successful. It's, it takes the whole team. And kind of just growing up around football and just seeing like those moments that – like the Iowa State game. I mean, when we scored a touchdown and we took the lead 7-0, I mean, that was just a great moment on the, the whole sideline and everyone's going crazy. And I mean, those are the moments you live for. And those are the things that I love about football are that those those moments that you just never forget. I mean, like to my junior year against Jacksonville, we're down 10 points with five minutes left and come back and win the game. And I mean, just the embracement of everybody after we score a touchdown with 10 seconds left. I mean, those are something that I'm never going to forget. And those are the memories that will never go away. And just everyone just like. I don't know. It's just something about those moments that just make football so special.
0: Yeah. And I don't think you can get it from other sports. I know other sports kind of can give you a lot of the same life lessons and things of that nature, but there's just something about a football team where you, it's over a hundred guys out there. You're going through like legitimate hard days of practice. When I was playing, it was two of these, but now you guys got (laughs) off easy. You guys don't have two of these anymore. Um, and it is it's something about that bond that you form with your, your teammates. You can call someone even and it's funny because even without um playing with someone, you let's say you're at a business function or wherever you are, and you find out someone across the room played ball, you instantly have a bond and you guys can relate, even though you it's the first time you met, first time you you've seen each other. And the only bond you have or common connection you have is a game of football. So I think football is just one of those unique sports where, where are you training right now
1: um so i'm training out in denver colorado with uh, tim jenkins uh, jenkins elite um so it's been really good he's he played for the st louis rams for a year he went to i think colorado state pueblo and um he was just he was one of those guys that was under recruit under undervalued under recruited and kind of just snuck into training camp with the rams and um but yeah, but he's, he's been a really good coach, and um, he's been really harping on my footwork a lot, and um, he kind of teaches us the, the mental part of the game, too. We kind of learn the plays from his playbook and try and learn uh, all the verbiage of the NFL and try to learn some of the plays and the concepts. That way, when we do get to rookie minicamps that, hey, maybe the verbiage is not exactly the same, but you know, you know exactly where the ball is going to go, and you don't have to really think about that. You can just kind of learn the new terms and,
0: and go from there. He's a really good uh, coach too, man. I I've met him before. He's outstanding. Uh, so you're you're in good hands. If anyone out there that's not familiar with your game, and you wanted to give you you wanted to give them a snapshot of what you bring to the table, which game would you point to to say, "Hey, all right, check this game out," because this encompasses all of what I bring to the table as a quarterback? Um, I mean,
1: obviously the Iowa State, just because of the competition that we faced, but um, I think the game against Butler. Uh, we had I mean it was it was raining it was bad conditions and we were still able to to put up points as a as an offense and I think uh, we had a big big break and I think it was a second conference game of the year and they kind of beat Youngstown State and so we kind of had our whole f- we we're like man these guys are legit so we put our whole f- foot forward and um, I mean I kind of had a, a good throws about from every every angle and every throw that you need to make as an offense. And uh, coaches kind of gave me a lot of the, the reins in that game and kind of let me call more plays that game. So I feel like that kind of shows more of what I'm able to do and being able to help call the offense and uh, move the ball down the field.
0: It's interesting because you play some great football in bad weather, and that's another thing that everybody, oh, can he throw the football in the rain? Can he throw the football in the snow? What about playing in the AFC North? You've been able to answer all those questions uh, with your play at Drake. Grant, this has been fantastic, man. It's great to talk to you. I was It was excellent to see you out there competing at the CGS, and I thought you did a great job all week, acclimated yourself well to the talent that was around you and, and was able to move football down the field when you had your opportunities. And we wish you the best of luck moving forward.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. And uh, anytime you have my number.